the other Athenians of the late 5th century. And after that, we'll take a look at the historical circumstances that really put Athens at the height of its power, beginning with the Persian Wars that took place in the 490s and the 480s. And from there, we'll go on and look at the Athenian Empire, concentrating on the relations between Athens and its allies. After that, we'll look at the career of Pericles himself and his famous mistress Aspasia, which will give us an opportunity to talk about the role of women in Athenian society. And then we'll look at some of the most distinctive features of cultural life in Athens, beginning with a discussion of the Parthenon and the Acropolis, the buildings to be associated with Pericles in the second half of the fifth century, and the Panathenaia, the great religious festival that crossed the city of Athens. And after that, we'll spend a few lectures talking about what could be called the life cycle of an average Athenian, going from their birth and education right through marriage and on to death and burial. After that, we'll take a look for a moment at business activities and the economics of life in Athens under Pericles, before spending a few lectures talking about the great literary accomplishments of the 5th century, with lectures on each of the great tragedians, Aeschylus, Sophocles, Euripides, and then a lecture on comedy, uh, the old comedy associated with Aristophanes. After that, we'll look at law and government to get an idea of what democracy really meant in the ancient world before talking about the, the atmosphere of Athens under Pericles with its great veneration for moderation. Nothing in excess was the motto engraved at Delphi and it was an idea taken to heart by the Athenians. After that, we'll move on to circumstances at the end of the 5th century, looking at the Peloponnesian War, the war that ended disastrously for Athens. And towards the end of the semester, after we've dealt with the Peloponnesian War, we'll then look at philosophy, dealing with the career of Socrates and his great disciple Plato, before finishing with an elegy to the city of Athens itself and to its remarkable culture. In that lecture, I'll be trying to bring together some of these themes, really posing the question, what do we owe to the Greeks and to the Athenians? But that's a little way off. Before we get to that end of the course, I want to go right back to the beginning and start with the physical center of Athens, the Agora, the ancient marketplace. Now, this morning as I was coming here, I drove through Washington. And as I was going along the mall, I was struck by the way in which a great city like Washington will have monuments around it and will have buildings which certainly serve a practical function, people doing the business of government, but they also have to advertise the strength and the grandeur of the country of which it is a capital, the United States. And if we look at Athens in the 5th century, I think what we're going to find is something similar going on in the downtown of Athens, in the Agora. Because what originally was an area inhabited by various families in small houses will, in the course of the 5th century, be progressively built up, articulated with grand public buildings around its perimeter in order to frame and give a point of reference to the life of the democratic polis, or city-state. We know from graves and wells that have been excavated in the Agora, which is this large public square located on the northern side of the Acropolis, the great hill that dominates Athens, that there were people living there and dying there and being buried there right back into the Neolithic, thousands of years before the present. 
But by 600 BC, most traces of early habitation had been effaced by the later occupation and by the buildings uh, then that marked out the public heart, the centre of Athens. Around 600, shortly, uh, around 600, excuse me, the Athenians began to lay out systematically the large public square, which would become the centre of their city, the commercial and the political and the religious centre. So we'll be looking at all of those functions. The earliest public buildings that we associate with the Agora were located on the western side of this square. And one of these buildings is probably to be identified with a council house that was uh, there to house the Council of 400, uh, founded by Solon shortly after 600 BC. The earliest laws of Athens were actually carved on stone and displayed first up on the Acropolis, but later transferred to this part of the Agora. So that we can see that in the...